When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there, happy Friday. Welcome, Lori and Julia Show, my talk on seven one everything. Entertainment, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon as we get you into another summer weekend. First real weekend of summer if you go by the calendar. There you go. Okay. Going by the calendar. Uh, for summer's been going on for a month, well, I and know, I can right. I think people are are, you know, for the most part are having fun, even yeah. though we've had a we bit could, of the June gloom and we we've had other things sunshine. in the news. Yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah, to me, summer starts okay. Memorial Weekend. Be careful. There's going to be a lot of mosquitoes out. That's the only thing I oh, know. because of all the rain? It's in the newspaper day. Yeah, because of all the rain. Aren't you glad I got you a bug jacket? I am. Yeah. All right. So last week, you thought it was so funny, the story that happened at... Um, at uh, Winstock, Winstock the country, country Music Festival. It's west of the Twin mm-hmm. Cities. It's like they've been doing it for well over 20 years. And the woman, and it was in USA Today, I believe, she thought it would be funny if she wedged, she thought it was a huge, what was it? Okay, tailpipe? so Caitlin Strom is okay. this young gal's name, and she saw this truck with this oversized exhaust pipe and might have been a little under the influence. Yeah. And she thought, geez, I'm going to see if I can stick my hat in there. Well, what a claim to fame. It got stuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it made, I mean, it made all the national yep. press. Yeah. The firefighters had to come and chainsaw her out of it. And everyone was taking photos. Everyone. So it spread like, mm-hmm. you know, wildfire. And there's fire. a bar now that it has the tailpipe in it around the area somewhere. Okay. There's some bar where this is. Where they got the cutoff uh-huh. uh, tailpipe. Well, how the sh- Darwin Tavern. How in the hell? I mean, so Jimmy Kimmel has her on last night? He that did. was the one late night show I didn't watch. He did. So yeah. he had her on last night, and he's interviewing her, and he also had on the guy who owned the truck. All right. Tell us how this happened, and more importantly, why this happened. <laughs> so I just went to the music festival to see Miranda Lambert. That was pretty much the only reason that I'd gone, and I saw his big tailpipe, and I wanted to see if my head could fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> and is this something you do regularly? Definitely not. <laughs> You're curious by nature, and you wanted to see if your head would fit in the tailpipe. And it, lo and behold, it did fit in the tailpipe. It did. How long was it in the tailpipe? My boyfriend actually estimated that it was like 45 minutes that I had been stuck in there. 45 minutes. So oh then, my gosh. Tom, you were where when this was first happening? I think I was standing up right in front of the truck. I actually didn't see her put her head in the pipe, but uh, somebody came around and told me that there was a... A girl with her head stuck in my tailpipe. Yes. <laughs> and this dirty. is a first for you, too, right? Yeah, yeah this is a first for everything. Yeah, you never you never know. Did you ever consider revving the engine, like, uh, <laughs> just to, like, pop her out like oh, Wiley no. Coyote or something? 
You know, I think somebody might have said that just to be funny, but you know, it was it got serious really quick. And who who actually did get you out of there, Caitlin? The fire department at Winston actually did. They're prepared for this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Did your friends try to get you out first? Yeah, actually, yeah, my boyfriend had dumped uh, hot soapy water and corn syrup, or oh. vegetable oil, I'm sorry, oh. on my head to get me out, but it didn't it so why did your boyfriend bring vegetable oil to a Miranda Lambert concert? <laughs> <laughs> he must really like Miranda Lambert. Right? That's a good point. Hey, did you get to see the concert? I did not make you it. Not. <laughs> what a and, drag. And the tailpipe is now on display, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, we have the, the tailpipes now on display in Darwin, Minnesota. <laughs> Got it. Sitting right here, it's going to be uh, featured in the bar. <laughs> Caitlin, did you pay Tom for the damage? No, as far as we are, we're all set and good on that. He was more just worried about it. Yeah, I wasn't paying. worried about it. We'll, we'll get a new one while it's on <laughs> Well, in a way, Tom, it's your fault for having an irritation. Oh, there we go. That's oh, all we there we go. Was that's that the end? It went on yes. more after oh, that. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's a good way of extending her 15 minutes of fame. Well, this bar in Darwin, it's about an hour west on mm -hmm. Highway 12. It's the Darwin Tavern. It's also 420 feet from the largest ball of twine. Oh, yeah. So oh. you could do a two-for-one. I've been one. out there on my motorcycle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you could do a two-for-one, but it that is just so funny. And one of his lines, he said, you know, at, during the end of the interview to get a dig, and he says, look out, Florida, Minnesota is giving you a run for the money. Uh, well, yeah, because of Duluth, Minnesota, just a couple of days ago, that was in the news. And then, and then Becca, the, I mean, you yeah. know, Minnesota has mm -hmm. just been in the news. We have we been in the news, but the, I love the sense <sighs> of humor and the guy who had the truck, so Tom, funny. don't worry about it. We're just glad she's safe. Their, their so, Minnesota accents were thick. Yes. Very yeah, so mm -hmm. I just so Caitlin Strom, it's fun that she's funny. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that that's our little uh, yeah. It'll be forever. A, a it'll yeah. be a long time funny claim to fame, and it will be. She can tell her kids or maybe your grandkids or whatever a cautionary tale of drinking. Yes, lay yeah. a base. Lay a base. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you might put your head yeah. in. In a tailpipe, and you never know what's going to happen. Oh, oh man. Lordy. Well, listen, I have to tell you that yes. the thing that I had an 8 a.m. appointment to get blonded this morning, uh -huh. all the way in Edina. So, you know, you never know with the traffic. Everybody gets everybody all worked up about the traffic, the traffic. So, anyway, how was the traffic? You know what? It took me 25 minutes. All right. Um, but I didn't get anywhere near on 35. Right. And uh, so I have other options, ways so. of going. So I get there and. Um, the first, I always, I don't know. I love looking at the Daily Mail right away yeah, in the morning. Same. It's just kind of a fun. What do I see? I see Greg Norman posing naked with a crocodile Dundee hat on and a, 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 an amazingly muscular, good looking body. And uh, the camera, the photographer said, we're going to need a bigger boat because I guess his nickname is the shark. Of course. Yes. He's got shark clothing line. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. So then I start yeah. go flipping through the thing and it's ESPN. ESPN body issue. And right. It's just out. The Minnesota or the, is it the U of M hockey team? No, it's the U.S. National Women's Hockey, hockey Team. Hockey team with some people from Minnesota. But the seven, the headline that got me was the seven feet of sexy Carl Anthony um, Towns. 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 Who plays, he's a forward center for the uh, Timberwolves. Yes. And, I mean, I was just like going, this is... He's this got a so, huge spread. Just he, himself, oh, it yes. seems like. He's oh. featured... All of the athletes the have daily, at least ten photos. I'm seven feet of sexy, sexy, he said. Yeah. 
Um, he's really amazingly tall, but he is just so cute. But the funniest too photo that he made fun. He got on like a like a like a groundskeeper cart with mm-hmm. a big gigantic basketball right. in an effort to try and make him look small because mm-hmm. he can never not look small. Not when you're seven feet. It's no, hard. No, I know. So anyway, that I loved all these photos. I mean, Donnie look with me. They're beautiful. I'm like, zoom in on the feet. Zoom in that on the feet. The, uh, the, I know. Uh, the rugby player you were quite enamored with. Did well, we post Samoan. this? He's a Samoan Donnie, guy. You I have didn't, Adam no, Rippon. That was the first one I saw was Adam Rippon. Who, and I mentioned to Lori, you don't think of figure skaters having this sort of physique. He is Cut. He oh, is he, ripped. Oh, if you saw him on Dancing with the Stars and he says, I may never be in this great of shape. No, Donnie, they're, all these people I, I, are yeah, ripped. I and I think, and I think it's a lovely thing. I know it wasn't done for pride, but I like, you know, I just like the overall theme of everybody just being comfortable in the skin that they were born in. It's just a nice, it I comes tie out. it in. Yeah. Yes, it comes out every year. And uh, Donnie and I felt very comfortable looking at the photos together. Oh, hell yeah. You know, of course, I feel it looking, I'm comfortable looking at naked anything with anybody really well, because you grew up with pepper pepper my parents calling each other booby and we yeah knew. pepper was the black silk screen although the one time woman I, who was topless in your parents room your whole life oil oil i'm getting oh. it it's in the garage now painted oh. on oil julia it's lovely it's I, the lovely. next time i'm at my dad's i'm gonna take a picture of pepper and share it with you because you i've have seen never, pepper you have oh yes laurie oh yeah she's beautiful oh right it's i and so i just was pretty. like can you imagine going over to your friend's house in grade school and you go into their parents well, you're not an- supposed to ever go, and that's how I got in trouble. That's how a kid blabbed on me and my sister because we were charging. <laughs> we knew that it, we were pretty sure other parents didn't have naked no, photos of women. So. Oil paintings. Oh, yes, on black velvet. On black velvet. <laughs> Only the finest. It reminds me of what you can buy on Snelling <laughs> Avenue. On the right before, yes. Oh, yeah. Right before the freeway. Yeah. They yeah. bought it in the Philippines, I'm sure, but it is really quite... It's, it's quite, an artistic piece. It's very lovely. The brush strokes in it are amazing. Yeah, and we got big big trouble because my mom was like you don't ever go in anybody's parents bedroom at a place you're visiting babysitting you 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 that's private area and of course what did it do after she it told made me you that? more curious and you went every everyone's. house i babysat yep. for i was digging you around were. you told me that i, I was a snooper. did your mom like that photo or was that all about your dad they both loved it it was they loved their sexy painting Naked over their bed woman yeah, probably, you know, made, I don't know. Yeah, they liked it. My mom liked it. It moved with us from the Philippines Would it continue to stay in the bedroom? Yes. Oh, my word. We had Jesus on the cross. That's a different I, thing. I mean, but that's what we had in our home. So this and, is just how different our lives were growing up. And then up. look who turned into the nudist. You, not me. <laughs> well, I don't have photos of myself up all over my house. <laughs> right, Boys, listen. come here. When we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. I didn't dream about what I'd become. Can I wait to get older? Can I wait to be some? Now that I'm here, wishing I was still young. Those good old days. I wish somebody would have told me, babe. That someday these would be the good old days. All the love. Oh, the good old days. It was really fun last night. I had remembered, Donnie, to tape it on TNT the day we talked about the AFI tribute to George Clooney. Yeah, did you watch the whole thing? I did, and... um, 
It was, well, first of all, I love these retrospectives. Okay, you forget how long Clooney's been around. I mean, he was in Murder, She Wrote, and Who's the Boss? He was on so many sitcoms. He really, you know, even though he was like maybe 27 when he first started, got, he was a little bit older, but when mm-hmm. you look back on it, he had all that hair. He was so Beautiful. young and, you know, he really came into his handsomeness ER, except for the, that, that Roman, he, that hair. Remember yeah. when he had the season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I liked him on the facts of life as George, though. He was cute. Yes, he was cute. He was mm-hmm. relatable. He seemed like guys that we knew, but like he went up a level when he got on ER. So he's telling all these stories. Right. People are coming out. Here's a little thing um, from Entertainment Tonight, just sort of a recap of the evening. Okay. Another big screen star to talk about. George Clooney has his AFI tribute, which, and you know what? So many famous faces are expressing their love for the Oscar winner, but only one is George's partner for life. He is the person who has my complete admiration and also the person whose smile makes me melt. My love, what I have found with you is the great love that I always hoped existed. And seeing you with our children, Ella and Alexander, is the greatest joy in my life. You can cue the Oz as a mom gives an emotional seven-minute speech all about her man. A couple of confessions. She can't sleep when they're apart. George also hides love letters in her bag. How proud are you of your hubby tonight? Very, very proud. We met, started hiding out in my London flat, and very soon it felt like No matter what happened, I would never want to be with anyone else. But Amal isn't the only woman swooning over George. I still get stopped in the street every day by people who want to know what it's like to work with George Clooney. (laughs) Yes, he's a good kisser. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was Juliana Margulies. Mm -hmm. We were good together. We could finish each other's sentences. Lucky. I got very, very That's a nice way to put it. I thought you couldn't have it all. I thought if you had a successful career that you weren't really going to be able to have one great love in your life. And then Amal walked in. You'd be roasted a little bit, too. If I'm not roasted, I'd be shocked, wouldn't you? (laughs) A little bit. If you're an actor, this is one of the great things that could ever happen to you. So it's really fun. It's fun to be here. And people look like they were having fun. And it was a who's who of famous faces. Except for Je- Jennifer and Yeah, I mean, Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Yeah, I, she doesn't. She probably didn't want to share them. I wonder what happened. All of that. <laughs> I really wonder what happened because she pulled out at the last she minute. Did. And yeah. Jimmy Kimmel had to step in. And um, I thought it was Shirley MacLaine. Or Shirley MacLaine, yeah, did her, her. her one part. Because yeah. Kimmel would kind of kick All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It off, But Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox did have a very funny bit. Because when we saw them there, we're like, oh, who? But I suppose Hollywood, all of Hollywood right. knows each other. But their whole thing to Clooney was... Well, we were your lead-in for 10 years. And it was all back and forth. Because friends. friends, it was that Thursday night yes. NBC. Yeah, and, right. and it was everything. And so she, they said, and they were going back and forth. And they both looked darling. Yep. And they said, we just have two words to say to you, George. You're welcome. <laughs> because they're like, ER launched you into everything. Right. And it's kind of funny because, you know, he was in those movies, all those movies with Brad Pitt, and you thought they'd be tight, and there was no Brad Pitt there, was there? No. Mm-mm. So, which is unusual because, you know, yeah, they're supposed to be the buddy buddies. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And uh-huh. then Bill Murray sang a song that he wrote oh. called Kentucky. Oh. And Diane oh, Keaton was delightfully wacky. And ju- they just kept doing, I think TNT and, uh, will re-air it. Right. And if you're just, a, if you love movies and right. you love kind of a retrospective thing, and George is like, he is like having the best time of his life. Oh, yeah. He's so happy. And it is fun to look back at like how long he's been in the, t- like first he started in TV and then all the movies and how incredibly in his 30s, he uh, was smoking hot, and uh, the chemistry that he had with every one of his co-stars, everyone, was just delightful. And I really enjoyed seeing all of those clips, Julia. So I oh, think I it. think that you would like it. Mm-hmm. I you think know, so too. It He's was just working. Fun. He is filming Catch Twenty Two. They've done nine episodes. It's going to be a TV miniseries in twenty nineteen, and mm-hmm. it's all men. Yeah. There's one gal in it, but Hugh Laurie. Is that the Joseph, what's his That's name? a Joseph Heller. Heller yeah, yeah, Hugh Laurie, Kyle movie. Chandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be good. Okay, there's something big happening in Scotland this weekend, and I don't know if you know. because The I don't, Glassberry Fair or whatever. No, nothing. It's, Glastonbury? Oh, yeah. Glastonbury, the Glassberry. <laughs> you know, the Glassberry. All right. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. What? Wait, there wait is don't a wedding. tell me. Let me guess. There <gasps> is a wedding. There is a wedding, and it is a... I guess you could say a celebrity wedding and a royal wedding, which I did not realize that the person involved in this um, King of the North wedding, there's a clue, was royal. John, John Snow is getting married. That's right, Julia. He is. They're John getting married. John Snow, a.k.a. Kit Harrington, King of the North, um, who has now revealed his birthright, you know, to the Iron Throne. He is marrying Rose Leslie tomorrow, played Egret, um, a wilding. Who's, who's the royal? Rose, no, Rose Leslie. Oh, really? At a castle that her family has owned for 900 years. It's one of their many castles, apparently. You're kidding me. So she's kind of royal because I think if you grow up in a castle and you have more than one castle, you must be some kind of royal. And the Daily Mail had shots of the castle and the wedding setup that's been underway for a week including the marquee Peter Dinklage arrived ahead of the ceremony. Oh my gosh. And I mean I don't know what 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 she's going to wear but she is an aristocratic background so I'm expecting this wedding dress to be amazing. Um so and I would like to know what his hair is going to be like. They they may have wrapped 
Game of Thrones. So he always has maintained since 2011, the first thing he's going to do is cut his hair. Wow. But um but I think his I guess they were still working a couple weeks ago so he would have he would have Jon right. Snow hair. Yeah. And if he was really passionate about not having Jon Snow hair, he would have scheduled the wedding for another weekend. Right. Post production. Okay, this looks so <gasps> lovely. Doesn't it? Yes. Yes. Oh, so, this is very exciting. Yeah, so that is kind of your those will be if there's any photos available, the Daily Mail and yes, Jon Snow and Ygritte. Love is for real, you guys. I really hope it's going to work out, though, because... They've been together quite a while. I know. Like four, four years, five years it's at least. It's more him. The, well, the he's times kind of he's been, the, the times he's been spotted stumbling around the I don't East want to Village be treated as a man. With his shoes off at yeah. two in the morning. Yeah. This makes me nervous. That's new. All right, listen. We'll, we will be right back. We may or may not have an author with us. <laughs> yep. Keep your fingers crossed. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon, it's Take Your Dog to Work Day. Also, it's International Kissing Day. Timeless is trending as well. The NBC time travel series has been canceled by the network for a second time. Also, emo kids rejoice. Panic at the disco trending. The band just released their sixth album today. It's called Pray for the Wicked. And also, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth trending. Rumors are floating around that the pair secretly got married in Malibu. Not the first time we've heard this rumor. We shall see if it is true. That's what's trending here on my talk. Forecast, partly cloudy, 64 tonight. For the weekend, partly sunny, 81 tomorrow. Sunday, hopefully this will happen earlier in the day. We don't know for sure, but there's a 50-50 chance of showers and thunderstorms on Sunday with a high of 79, which just happens to be our current temperature. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071. I want you to have it all. May you keep the case. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted to have New York Times bestselling author. Maybe you read the book or went to read this book or went to see the movie. I don't know how she does it. And her latest book, How Hard Can It Be with the same character? We loved it. And Allison, thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm delighted to be with you. Oh, we had you on years ago, so it's so fun. We we did. For your first book, we did have Mm -hmm. you on. And I think you were the first time we called across the pond. Yeah, in in another lifetime. But um, back with my same heroine, Kate Reddy, and she's a bit older and uh, still facing some challenges. Well, give everybody kind of um, the setup for the book. Because I don't think you have to have read the first book about Kate. I don't know how she does it to read How Hard Can It Be. No, it is cunningly written. Yes, it is. This this one is a standalone if you want to. But um, you're encouraged to read the first one because that's quite fun. Uh, Yeah, Kate, uh, when we last saw her, was um, quitting work to take care of her mom who'd been ill and her two children, and in this novel, she's 49 and a half, so she's looking down the barrel of 50. She needs to get back to work because her husband has lost his job and is having a midlife crisis and is spending all the family budget on Lycra clothing for cycling, and he's retraining as a counselor, so he there's no money coming in, so she needs to get back to a job, and she goes to a, um, a kind of headhunting place to ask for if, if he can get her a job, and he says... 
basically you're very, very old and nothing you've done in the last seven years could be of any interest to our mm-hmm. clients, so go away. So oh. she goes away and she thinks, I'm going to lie. If they won't give me a job, I'm going to lie. And she decides to be 42. The trouble is she's menopausal and can't remember anything, and it's quite hard lying about your age when you can't remember anything. So that's the basic setup. Oh. And... And her daughter's just shared a picture of her naked butt online with mm-hmm. some friends, and it's gone viral. So that's the other bit of the story. Yeah, it's, and you have these two, you know, really, uh, well, the, the social media thing is, of course, like nothing that any of the parents can relate to because none no. of us had to be part of that. But even just writing about a woman being in late 40s, early 50s, when really where the trouble begins is all the perimenopause symptoms. Mm-hmm. And it really, some people feel like they're losing their mind and nobody talks about it. And it's certainly never a part of uh, very many books that you ever read. No, I don't think there's a single book. I thought, try to think, is there any novel that's ever written honestly about this? And there isn't. So I thought, what the hell, I'm going to be the Quentin Tarantino of menopause. I love it. it. And you we're did own give, it. We're going to give all the bloody details. And there's a couple of, there's a couple of quite, um, you know, quite dramatic scenes, shall we say. Yes. There were, yes. Half the human race goes through this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, why don't we talk about it? And hopefully it's handled in a very funny, sympathetic way. It so, is. Um, it is. I feel like if you are kind of, even though this could be a book that would, like, be a good journey like if you are in the age like 45 up like yeah. you would relate to this book on well, so many was, levels i i listened to it um online allison oh, how I, was that with poppy miller the reader she's yes. brilliant it was delightful and i was actually on like a long car ride with a girlfriend oh that's lovely and so we started the book together and we both all we're both shaking our heads yes i agree with that yes (laughs) yes yes yes, that happened yes and you're just yes the thing about you you know we haven't heard from you in a while your writing is so descriptive and clever and like you said cunning i mean Mm. you are a clever writer your attention to detail is is just delicious because i don't think there's any part of being a mom, of being a wife, of being a working person, of being someone aging and perimetopause that you didn't cover. I mean, you talk about your sex, your how, you know, what are things going on downtown? Yeah. You know, <laughs> what, yeah, what are things going on downtown? That's good. So I turned on the TV one night and it was wonderful. Whoopi Goldberg was on and she was discussing the menopause with some very alarmed looking guy. She said, nobody tells you about the balding pudenda, which I immediately immediately stole for the kind of preface of the book. I mean, that is perfect. I mean, if there is a loving God, why would he make you go bald downtown and Mm -hmm. grow hairs on your chin? What what would be the reason for that? I don't know. That's a really really good question. Alison, you know, are you, do you have um, a large family? No, I have two kids, one twenty two, one eighteen. But the reason I wanted to write a sequel, I guess, is the first one has Kate ready with, you know, little kids and mm-hmm. an American woman came up to me at a book reading fifteen years ago and she said, I hate to tell this say this to you, she said, but little kids are the easy part. She they said, are. Just wait, just wait till Kate has teenagers. And that really stayed with me. I mm. thought, when, you know, when they're little and they're kind of vomiting in the night, you just don't, you know, you just don't know what, what I didn't know what she meant. Mm-hmm. And of course, immediately you have teenagers, you think, oh my God, and some of us had our babies late, so we have teenagers, we're in the menopause, we have elderly parents who are getting more needy, mm-hmm. you know, 
everything is happening simultaneously and you're thinking, you know, but I, I can't remember where my own glasses are, in my own glasses are, how am I going to be able to manage? So it's a kind of comedy of all the kind of midlife madness, but it's also a hugely positive kind of, you know, uh, hymn to the um, amazing things that women in midlife do, you know, just mm-hmm. amazing, I- holding the whole place together, carrying everything on their shoulders and being wonderful and then ex- people telling them they're unemployable and you think, are you kidding? Are yeah. you kidding me? I, you know, I, um, yeah. a, friend of, a friend of mine who's a very senior person said to me the other day, she said, of course I can deal with difficult clients. She said, I'm the mom of 15-year-old twins. Yeah. And, and I thought that sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, and, and really, I mean, how brilliant <laughs> Kate was in the office. Okay, so we're just chatting with Alison Pearson from Wales. The book is How Hard It Can Be. And how hard can it be? Oh, How Hard Can, how it, hard be? can it Be? And it's... It's just so good. You just are such a great writer. And so Donnie had shared with us that the same company, production company that optioned or did Little Big Lies with yes. Liam Moriarty has yes. picked up this. Yes, I am I know. I'm just so lucky. Uh, Bruna Papandrea of Made Up Stories, she's working on Big Little Lies too at the moment. And they love the book and they're going to make it into a, uh, a kind of U.S. sitcom. We're thinking Grace and Frankie, maybe <gasps> Sex and the City updated. I am just oh. so happy and excited because I think everything that's in the book, all the layers, the elderly parents, yes. and the, you know, all the kind of bio- biology stuff that's going on and the whole kids, it's going to be so rich, isn't it? I think it's going to and be Richard. wonderful. Your descriptions of Richard. Oh, Richard, are, I couldn't hysterical. stand him. Oh, my but, God. But you're hysterical. Oh, yeah, no, I know. But, I mean, I just was like, that was the most, talk about a, a selfish husband. Just oblivious. But you're talking about him putting on the lycra I know and him it. getting suited up to go to his armor of lycra. I laughed oh. so hard. You really are so clever, Allison. I think I think I may be a little bit unfair to Richard. I mean, it's possible just for dramatic. Doesn't matter. Well, that, it doesn't matter <laughs> because that's that's kind of how everyone eventually feels about their partner. You yeah, will I, go through that. I mean, that's one of the things. It's a mood. I mean, menopause can um, really make you. Some people roll cranky, and you look at everything, and it's like. <laughs> well, you, you know something very interesting. I I got very friendly with a woman in in Britain who specializes in menopause and. She runs a clinic, and she said that 70% of the women who come to her clinic say they've been uh, described as anti-depressed, and they've been put on antidepressants, and she says they are not depressed. Yeah, they're not depressed. They're progesterone. Yeah, their progesterone and their hormones are out of whack. All the estrogen's gone, so it's kind of like the opposite of puberty, and, uh, you know, I I was going mad. I was going crazy, and then I got this, you know... um, Estrogen gel, progesterone <laughs> tablets. Mm-hmm. I did for a while start putting on a little bit of t- testosterone, but I got really, really aggressive when I was driving. <laughs> and, the, and did the chin hair start sprouting? Chin, very, uh, very elaborate beard overnight, and and very aggressive when parking. So I thought, I think this testosterone, we better leave it to the guys. You know, oh, yeah. You're so funny. But, uh, well, I think we shouldn't have women being told they're depressed when they're going through a normal process that can be helped by hormones yes right, we we believe in hormone replacement therapy 100 yeah, percent. changed my life mm-hmm. yeah here's my question for you you know um the i don't know how she does it um your movie with um your first book that was yes. made into the movie with S- sarah jessica parker and pierce yeah. bronson will your tv sitcom will the will kate be english 
No, I, I've, um, she'll be American um, she in the way be. that Leanne Moriarty's book was moved from yes. Australia to right. the States. And you know what I feel? I just feel when I, I just got back from the States, I was going around different cities and these themes are so universal. They are. Yeah. Right? They totally we don't are. Need, it doesn't matter where it is. It's kind of women dealing with all this stuff and people just recognize it. They light up when you mention it. You know, they just say, oh my God, have I had that happen? So I don't feel there's any strain when we move it. I don't feel it's like people are going to think it's weird. I think it's, to- you know, everybody recognizes right. it. Right. I just, uh, your Poppy Miller, your reader, is excellent. Oh, I'm glad because I haven't heard it yet. Oh, it's really good. Now, will you yeah. have any say in any of the casting, Allison? Well, I think I might have a tiny bit of a okay. say. So we've already got uh, Naomi Watts on the phone saying oh. she loves it. Oh, okay. So she would be great. But you know what's going to be exciting is we're going to have it hopefully based around a kind of women relaunches group where they're all trying to get their confidence yes. back to go back into the work. And I was thinking, think of the great actresses, kind of 46 to kind of 62. They're, every, they're all going to want to be in this. And I, well, I, I want them all to be in it because I think it's like saying how, in a way, it's the theme of the book is these people are amazing at this age yes. of life. So how great would it be to, you know, to... To, to, to bring back a kind of Kathleen Turner or a Gina mm-hmm. Davis, some of yes. these women who've disappeared, who people absolutely love, didn't they? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. So it will be on some sort of a cable so we can have language and things like that, right? Oh, I hope we have to. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, we can't, well, if we can't say the word pudenda, we can't be on it. There you go. Well, we say that on the air all the time. Uh, well, whenever it works uh-huh. into, if it does work in, and it, it's like organic, Allison, I do love to say pudenda or pudendum, just if it works. <laughs> I don't, I don't, look, I don't even know how you say it, but anyway, <laughs> we, we we have to have some mild language, I think. Yes. But I think this whole you know, uh, struggle of women to get back into work. And Mm -hmm. I think they make such great employees and we shouldn't have this ageism, which is, I think is one of the last taboos, honestly. And I think we should be really, really fighting that and saying these women, if you can run your home and look after your parents and look after your kids, then an office job is is no great deal. Do you think? Yeah, yeah I think and I like right. I like that uh, Hollywood that women in Hollywood are snapping up things, doing their own production things, yeah. and searching for the one. There's so many great authors out there that are writing characters of women that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and up. I mean, and let's let's make them into movies or TV series. It's yeah, it will well, people well, enjoy you, it. You know, if you, it, it's interesting, isn't it that when they do finally make some of this stuff, there's a huge, people really want to see it. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, people, uh, Grace and Frankie, which I love. Yes. Uh, Ocean's Eight. Which had older women, and it's just like people, mm-hmm. you know, people don't have to see kind of perfect 29-year-olds. I mean, everybody likes to look at that, but there are other ages that are really interesting and fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm so... Yeah, I'd be very mad if they made Kate, they tried to, like, shrink down her age or something. No, she no. has to have several prominence laws <laughs> okay oh well you were so what a treat for us and our listeners to chat with you today allison the book oh, I've lo- i loved it I, I, I may even have to write another book to come back and be with you well, guys we hope you keep in touch with us because we'd love to talk to you more um we just the book is delicious how hard can it be soon to be a tv comedy 
Um, take care and best of luck to you. And you can just hear the joy in your voice about how much fun you're having at this stage of your yeah, life. Yeah, well, well, when if, if it comes out on, t- on Netflix, can I come back? Yes. Would you promise? Yes, I'm yeah, following absolutely. you on I'll Twitter right now. All, the gossip. Okay. all right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have Thank a you. great weekend. Oh, she's so six five one six four one one zero seven one. Uh We've got a couple. We forgot to ask her the favorite last book she read. Oh, yeah. Donnie, did you Donnie, ask her? Did you have? Did, did you ask her up? what? Can you ask her the? Her she last, hung up on oh, me. She oh, did. I'll tweet yeah. her. Tweet her. I'll yeah. tweet her. I couldn't you get to her. Ask time her well, we're way over time. Are we? Yeah, she we was are. chatty. All right. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. Let's do a leap, everybody. She will be at the Armory on Sunday night, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet. So I, I think like that'll that be song. A good last uh, Sunday night uh, party for the uh, right. end of the weekend. Oh. To end it all with a big bang. Go see Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. I Dua like Lipa. that song. Okay, speaking of music, uh, so did you guys see Dreams, Corden, the carpool karaoke with Paul McCartney? I yes, watched I did. some of it. It was long. He had him on for... Would you let Paul McCartney out of your car if he's willing to sing songs with you? I mean, it was surprisingly great. It was charming, charming, amazing, charming. And it was like they were driving around Liverpool and Paul was taking him on like, well, this is the church I sang. You know, he was giving him like a little tour. This is the tour. And it was really quite a a, a great idea. And I love um I, I just see, you know, Paul McCartney did a surprise pub performance, you know, right? It pulled up at a pub and um, it was really took him to his childhood home and told him the story of She Loves You. But this was the story that was really something else. James Corden started crying. Let's play it, Danny. Your music is so full of positivity and joy and a message of love and togetherness i feel like it's more relevant now today than it's maybe ever been that's maybe one of the strange things we expected it to last 10 years but it keeps going on and on and on and it keeps being relevant yeah um i had a dream in the 60s where my mum, who died came to me in the dream and was reassuring me saying it's gonna be okay just let it be and i went oh I felt so sort of great and like, oh boy, that, it's going to be great, you know. She gave me the positive word. So I woke up and I went, what, what was that? What she say? Let it be. So I've never heard that. Yeah. That's kind of good, you know. So I wrote the song, Let It Be, but it was her positivity. That's the most beautiful story I've ever heard. Yeah, he was only 14 when his mom died. I know it. And can't you hear your mom saying oh, that to you? Just let, totally, it let it be. Totally. As advice. Totally. But I mean, that she came to him in a dream, you know, that's so sweet. And then he visited his at his childhood home. He told the story about how he and John Lennon wrote, She Loves You at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. It was... It was Delicious. so delightful. Did someone post that? If they, if people yes, didn't get a chance yes, to see it, it is posted on the main my talk page. Yeah, it was just really. It was really. I don't know. It was cute. And then I love that song, though. Yeah, we have to sing it today. Yeah. James Corden said, "You know, he, he told the story. He said my grandfather introduced me to this song. 
Let It Be. And he oh. said, this is the most beautiful song ever written. And he played it for me. And he said, so the fact that you shared the story of how this song came to be, he said, I wish my grandfather could see me now. And he said, oh, well, he's right here. Yeah. <gasps> and James Corden just lost it. Yeah. Oh, he's here. Oh, I know. And and it was really and sweet. Paul just is so genuine, very, and he's so he feels humbled. Yeah, you know. And I and uh, if he if he had a dream about her in the sixties, so she'd probably be been gone for you know he would have been in his twenties, right? Oh right? yeah, she was gone for quite a few years. Yeah, because she that, must have yeah. died in the fifties. Yeah, he was. So 14. you know how they always you know yeah. you hope that someone comes back to you in a dream or something mm-hmm. and gives you comfort. So who it's, I I didn't I mean Donnie may have known that story I never heard that that before about yeah I, I I didn't know the story you because did. for so many years people thought he was singing about the Virgin Mary oh when Mother Mary comes to me and they just assumed it was I always about the Virgin did Mary. I totally I did too. always said no. it's his mother it's Mary his mother yes. saying it's going to be okay Mother Mary let comes your troubles to me. go let it be oh my word my uh, parents then he loved sang, the Beatles yeah we had these song albums and then he said he sang the song that he the first song he ever wrote and it sounded just like a, a you know Lennon McCarthy song yeah. from the Beatles anyway it was good it was good it was so good yeah it really was it kind of made me re-love carpool karaoke again yeah because it goes on too long and that's what Donnie said I don't I I, think, I watched that I watched I wa- the whole one same. for that but um, I don't sometimes like it when he's with other people I mean I, not has everybody to be, deserves 23 no, minutes no. or whatever it was. but but Sir Paul does, and yes. and and I would so, love it if he would get if you do it with Ringo and I'd the just rich go crazy. history. Yeah, it's it was really it was, it was really sweet. Do you want to hear Demi Lovato's new song? I do. It's called Sober. Um, it's really pretty. It's but beautiful. it's really the if she's admitted, I guess, or where are we at with this? Well, she spoke. She 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 just. It's a song that she wrote at some point when she relapsed. Yes. Okay, so that's right, what it is. Here we go. I got no excuses for all of these goodbyes. Call me when it's over, cause I'm dying inside. Wake me when the shakes are gone and the cold sweats disappear. Call me when it's over and myself has reappeared. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why. I do it every, every, every time it's only. When I'm lonely Sometimes I just wanna cave and I don't wanna fight I try and I try and I try and I try and I try Just hold me I'm lonely Mama, I'm so sorry I'm not sober anymore Daddy, please forgive me For the drinks spilled on the floor To the ones who never left me We've been down so sorry I'm not sober anymore Wow. wow. We posted the video. It's just her sitting at the wow. piano. That's a powerful song she wrote. And her voice she... sounds amazing. amazing. Doesn't it? Yeah. So Wow. That's something. You know, mm-hmm. isn't she the one? She was on Barney. You know, she's been in on TV or actress or something. Oh, she's a Disney kid. Yeah, but before that, I think she was on Barney. Really? Oh, was she? I think she was yeah. the little girl on Barney. Barney she, or Bernie? Barney? Barney. Barney. I can't Barney. understand you saying Bernie like Bernie Mac no, or Barney. No, Barney. Barney, okay. Kind of like your been, word milk. 
Oh, shut up. <laughs> she was on Barney. Barney. That's good she's memory. Been in media. She's been in the public eye yeah. her whole life. Yeah. All right. Listen, we will be back.